Hello, Christian singles. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Single Plus. If you are not following us on Instagram, follow us at MySingleplus. You can also go to our blog, MySingleplus.com. And if you want, you can also follow us and subscribe to us on YouTube. So if you are not, then that is your opportunity. We are also ambassadors for the Christian Singles Hub. So you can go to the ChristianSinglesHub.com, subscribe to their newsletter, find out what we're all about from dating events, matchmaking, in-person retreats, virtual events, you name it, it's probably in there and I'm happy to be a part of it. So with that being said, let's get into today's episode. another podcast episode of single plus my name is daria white i hope you all are doing well i've definitely been busy but i'm happy to be back to record and this episode is actually a follow-up because the christian singles hub hosted a singles night it was virtual on zoom we had over 200 people present we had a men's panel so I keep telling you all to follow the Christian Singles Hub. So if you're not on the mailing list, get on it. You can definitely keep up with the events that we have coming up. But last night was phenomenal. The men spoke and answered some amazing questions from the community. And they just shared wisdom from all walks of life, how they're navigating singleness and dating. And it's just refreshing because you hear it a lot, especially from women, not all women, but some women like to say there are no more Christian guys out there or where are all the godly men out here? It's slim. I can't find anybody worth dating, worth spending my time. And I'm telling you all, there is a community, ladies, where you can find solid Christian guys. Now, I'm not saying perfect guys, all right? That is is an ideal from culture and in Hollywood that there's this perfect person, your soulmate. Absolutely not. We're not looking for perfect people, okay? This is about you meeting someone that, yes, they're they're flawed, they make mistakes, they may have a past, but they've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus and they're walking in purpose now. And now you're going to determine, okay, is this someone that I want to do life with as you date, as you get to know them, as you find out who they are? Do you compliment each other or are you better off going your separate ways or are you better off as friends? So last night was very refreshing to just listen to these men share their stories, how much they love Jesus, how much they want to pursue him and his will, how much they want God in their lives. And seriously, it was a beautiful thing to witness. We hear a lot of women speak from their perspective when it comes to singleness and dating, but I really wanted to advocate for the men in this episode. And there was a question last night and I couldn't necessarily say anything because again, it was the men's panel, but there were some questions that were asked last night that got me thinking in terms of how would I respond or what was my perspective and there was one question posed by a woman which is probably what I'm gonna title this episode I'll make my decision by the time I post it but the question basically said with her and her situation why does it seem that even though there are guys in her church why do they you know appear to love Jesus but deep down they're still immature and a lot of people were like okay well what do you mean by immature you know is that emotionally immature spiritually immature and the context how i was understanding it of course one of the men answered and he gave a solid answer but 
I honestly think that a, a lot of our men, not all, because there are some men out here who are killing it for Jesus. Seriously, they are on fire for God. They love his word. They love his presence. They want to see him reign in the earth. They want to live out their faith as much as possible, but they don't get highlighted as much. And what's highlighted are the men that aren't quite there yet. And maybe they are spiritually immature. Maybe there still needs to be some emotional development. But because a lot of women only see that one side, we think that all men are like that. And it discourages women. It makes us feel like maybe, again, there are no Christian guys out there. But that's not true. And I really want to point you all to a resource. I honestly love the um, ministry by Pastor Jerry Flowers and his wife, Tanisha Flowers, because they did a sermon. I may have mentioned it before, but I don't mind mentioning again. The sermon was called Before I Do after you did. And they really break down things for singles. And they also break down for those that are married. But there was one thing that Pastor Jerry said that really resonated with me. And I even remember hearing teachings like this, even with Bishop T.D. Jakes, and these teachings may have gone as far back as the early 2000s, maybe late 90s, if that. But ladies, a lot of the men are not taught how to be kingdom men. Let's just face it. This is not something that's against you. This is not something, you know, this this is an area. This is a deficit where men, a lot of men are not taught to be kingdom men. A lot of men. Yes, women, too. <laughs> I'm not negating that, but I'm talking about men right now. OK, I'm advocating for men because I want you to realize there are godly men out here. A lot of men, unless there was a father present in the home too. He could have been present in the home, but maybe he wasn't emotionally present. A lot of men grow up in homes where the father may be there, but he's not there to support. He's not there to encourage. The father's just making the money and, and, and leaving the, um, the parenting to the mother. So you have men that don't know what it's like to be an example. You, don't, you, you have men that they don't know what it's like to have genuine leadership in the home where the man and the husband is following God and he's in tune with Holy Spirit and he's a covering for his family. So can we really blame the men when they have no blueprint to go on or the only blueprint that they had was one where I don't take care of business or I rely on my mama for everything or, hey, I'm just doing my thing. I don't care if they don't have an example what are they supposed to do? And I even remember listening to the late Dr. Miles Monroe talk about it. He was saying that when you take a creature, he was kind of relating it to animals, but he said, if you take a fish out of water, that fish is going to die because water is a fish's natural habitat. If you put a bird in water, <laughs> they are going to die because water is not a bird's natural habitat. There are some birds that can kind of swoop in water, but they can't stay long. They don't have the capacity to swim in water like fish do. Yes, there are different animals that can do different things and they could probably get creative, but a natural habitat for a fish is water and a natural habitat for a bird is flying in the air. And the natural habitat, this really blew my mind, you all, the natural habitat for a man is in the presence of God. I'm going to say it again, the natural habitat for a man 
is the presence of God. So why do we see so many men out here lazy and it looks like they ain't got it together? They're not taking care of business or they're leading you on. They're making it sound as if, you know, things are going well, but they got another woman on the side or they're cheating on you. They're being disrespectful. Unfortunately, some men are abusive, whether it's emotionally, physically. Why is that? Man is out of his natural habitat, which is the presence of God. Before Eve showed up, Adam was in the presence of God. He knew who he was. He knew his calling. He knew his purpose in life. He knew the voice of God so clearly that when God said, Adam, where are you? Adam said, I heard you coming and I hid because I was afraid because I was naked. How close did they have to be? I remember talking about that before, but I really want to reemphasize that. Man's natural habitat is the presence of God. And when sin came into the world, That's what he wanted to sabotage. Now, of course, we have Jesus, who now we all can be in the presence of God once again, because the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us 24-7. We are part of Jesus Christ. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. We are forever his, sealed with his blood. But if a man hasn't fully surrendered his life to the Lord... If a man has not come to terms with, I need God in my life, I can't be out here trying to make this thing happen on my own. Sure, I could probably get by. And yes, there are some successful men out here who are business owners, CEOs, maybe they're athletes, maybe they're in the music industry as a rapper or a singer, or maybe they started their own business and they're an entrepreneur. Yes, they are. They may be successful, but they're spiritually depleted because they're not in the presence of God. That's why it's dangerous to be with a man that doesn't love Jesus. Like, well, he's a good man. You know, he treats me right. He does this, but he doesn't love Jesus. He doesn't. Yes, he can make you laugh. Yes, he can take you on a nice date. Yes, he can take you to a fancy dinner. Yes, he can probably make you feel special and do all these cute romantic stuff for you. But if he does not love Jesus, he does not have the blueprint to love you the way you deserve to be loved. Ladies. I hope that that is resonating with you. And I know it's frustrating when you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired of getting these sorry guys or going out with men who don't pursue me or I'm tired of all these situationships and nothing is clear and I'm just sick of it all. Where are all the Christian guys? I can't tell you all the answers to these questions. But what I can tell you, ladies, is that we can do our part and intercede for these men. We can go to war in the spirit and ask God to bring revival to the men who are not fully committed to him. We can pray for men who are still riding the fence. Pray for these men, pray for the fathers, pray for the brothers, pray for cousins, pray for little boys who are growing up and they don't have a father in the home and they need an example. Pray that God would surround them with kingdom men to be mentors and to pour into them. And I think I mentioned this uh, on another episode, but I want to reemphasize it again. There was a podcast episode that Kate did and she tagged team with a guest who was, I can't think of his name. You guys may know it. I'm not sure, but I can't think of his name right now. But they were talking about this area and they were just saying, ladies, I know you want a husband and I know you're praying for a husband. You're praying for that godly relationship. You want to be in covenant. You want to get married. You want to be able to have kids. You want to be able to spend your life with someone and have a family. But ladies, pray for that man to love Jesus first before he loves you. You do not want a man that loves Jesus. You don't want a man that loves you more than he loves Jesus. That's how I want to say it. 
if he's like I love you you're my everything I can't live without you I can't breathe no that may sound cool in an R&B song and trust me (laughs) I have an old playlist that I listen to songs that had those lines similar in there like I can't breathe without you I can't live without you or I need you more than my very next breath I'm like to hear that it sounds sweet and it's like oh my gosh like I'm his everything and no honey (laughs) no you don't need to be this man's everything his everything needs to be Jesus yes it's beautiful to share your heart with somebody but your heart first and foremost belongs to God man or woman listening Because some ladies, they can say that too. Like, I need you, you know, and she's expressing herself to the man. Like, I I don't know what I would do without you. Yes, it sounds nice to say, but it's really unhealthy. If, If it's in the context of if you leave, you're taking my heart with you and, you know, you're taking the best part of me. It's nice to say, and I'm not saying you can't miss somebody. I mean, you can be in a relationship and your heart is connected to someone. Yes, you can say, you know, if you leave, you take my heart with you. But deep down, you're like, hey, even if this doesn't work out, I'm not broken. I am not ruined. <laughs> God can very well provide somebody else. And it's not you being arrogant or cocky, getting like Beyonce, you know, you're like, hey, you're replaceable. I'm not saying that. But you can sincerely give a relationship a chance if you think it's worth taking a chance on and you see the fruit and you see, like, okay, I have things in common with this person and we're really getting along. I'm not saying you can't take the risk because relationships are risks. okay? but don't be so attached to this person that you're like, I'll be devastated. You know, my whole world is going to come crashing down because my thing is, what were you doing before you met them then? (laughs) It's like, how were you living life before they came? Are you really in love with this person or are you so scared and terrified of starting over again if it doesn't work out? Because I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to waste time to meet somebody new, to go through the getting to know you stage and then trying to determine if you want to be more than friends or are we exclusive? And then we got to date, you know, at least for a year so I can really get to know them so I can see them in all their elements. I really want to go through that again. I don't want to start over. So, I mean, I'll just take what I got. We can make it work. Yes, they got some prop. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm telling you, (laughs) there are Christians out here that love God, whether you're a man listening and you're discouraged about you know, the women, or if you're a woman listening and you're like, where are all these Christian men? I don't understand what is the problem. They are out here, ladies. They are out here. But I want you to know, first and foremost, that your value does not come from a relationship. Your value does not come from being with anybody. It starts first and foremost with Jesus. But I'm encouraging you today, ladies, especially to pray for the men. Pray for the men. Yes, I'm all about a a woman being strong. I'm all about a woman knowing who she is, walking in her calling. She's doing her thing. Maybe she's running her own business or maybe she's doing things on her own. I'm all for a woman being secure in who Christ has made her to be. But ladies, we need to pray for the men. We need to pray for the men. God created man first. God formed man first. God got so close to man that he was able to breathe his breath into him. And the enemy wanted to steal that breath away. So you have men walking around, some of them that, again, they're spiritually, 
they, they have they, they have no air supply spiritually. They don't. So they're not taught how to be kingdom men. There are no examples for them to follow. And so they're just they're just winging it. You may be with a man that's just trying to wing it. And if he doesn't see that he needs God in his life, then you're going to have to step aside because you can't be everything to him. You can't meet his needs like God can. And trust, when a man is fully in love with Jesus and he loves his word and he loves his presence, girl, he will love you. He will sacrifice for you. He will pour into you and he will see what God sees. And that is a man worth waiting for. If you dated guys that weren't like that, pray for them, including that ex. I know. <laughs> including that ex. And I'm not saying that you got to be best friends with your ex, okay? But if you're holding on to bitterness and resentment, ask God to help you heal and to forgive. I can remember in my last relationship, pre-pandemic, I think I was just going into college and I was so heartbroken over the relationship because we dated for over a year and a half. But I remember being on my knees praying. And I said this on a live that I did with Michelle Apples for the Christian Singles Hub. And I said, God, help me to forgive him because I don't want to be bitter. I don't want to carry this pain so much so that I may end up missing what you may have for me later. So help me to heal. Help me to grow. Help me to realize that it's not a reflection on me and that you must have something better. You can trust God with your love life. I don't know why we think that, you know, God is somehow uninvolved, but involve God in your dating life. Now, I'm not saying that you need to over-spiritualize. I'm all about doing your part. I'm not saying that you have to write out names and say, okay, God, you know, I'm going to turn on the fan and whatever piece of paper doesn't blow away with the name on it, that's my spouse. I'm not saying that, okay? I'm not saying that. Be, be, be practical. Okay. Get in community, meet people, try different places, go to different places, try different hobbies, something that you've always wanted to do, but haven't done yet. You'll be surprised at the people that you can meet. Cause that was another question that was raised last night. How do I meet new people? Well, last night was a, definitely a good example. You know, if there are singles events going on, whether they're in person or virtual, go to them. It may be awkward. I understand that feeling. It may be awkward. Cause you're like, okay, well, I don't know anybody. I'm not sure. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. That's why I'm happy to be a part of the Christian Singles Hub because it helps put you in those types of situations where it can help take out the awkwardness and you can meet new people. And it doesn't, and it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. You can meet new and make new friendships with people of the same sex or maybe the opposite sex. Sometimes that can be a friendship. I, you may never know. You never know. But I wanted to kind of recap and really just share. So I may title this Pray for the Men, <laughs> but... I really wanted to make that point because as a woman and as someone that hears that a lot, especially from Christian women, you do hear it from guys occasionally. But I think because we as women were more vocal about these things, you hear it more often. But trust, ladies, and this is not a Christian song, but the line comes to mind and I think it fits. There was this R&B song by Kim, K-E-M, and... I can't think of the name of it right now. Oh, man, I wish I could remember it. But the opening line. Oh, can you feel it? OK, yeah. Can you feel it? And thank you, Lord. <laughs> um, but one of the lines, I think it's part of the opening line um, for every woman that needs a man. 
there's a man that needs you too. And when I think about that line, it just makes me realize that ladies, for those of you, this is my version of it, okay? For every woman that's praying for a husband, trust that there's a man out there praying for a wife. So it's not just you. You're not the only one feeling the loneliness. You're not the only one feeling like something is missing and you're longing for this and you're praying for this. Trust me, ladies, for every woman out here that's praying and asking God to bless them with a godly relationship, there is a man praying for a Proverbs 31 woman. There is a man out there who is seeking for her. Just as it says in Proverbs 18, 22, there are men out here looking, okay, I don't know when you're going to collide with yours. I don't know when you're going to meet with yours. But I'm telling you, God is up to something. And you can trust that God is working things out on your behalf, even when it doesn't feel like he's doing anything. Even when it feels like you haven't been on a date in months or in years. I completely understand that. I'm definitely going to be sharing more of my story in the future. (laughs) Because I definitely like to just... Let you know that I can relate, but I will be sharing more in the future because I want you to know that you can trust the timing. You can trust the timing of God. All right. So, Father, thank you for those that are listening right now. And Lord, I pray especially for the men. Lord, I know that a lot of men aren't taught how to be kingdom. They're taught how to make money. They're taught how to bed a woman. They know how to sleep with multiple women, but a lot of them don't know how to be faithful to one. Lord, I know a lot of men are dealing with addictions, whether it's to porn or maybe they're addicted to alcohol, some type of drug. Father, so many men are out of their natural habitat. They're looking for fulfillment in other things. And they're failing to realize that their natural habitat is your presence. Their natural habitat is in prayer with you. Their natural habitat is being in your word because you made Adam from you. That's why you love us so much, God, because we're made in your image, just like a good parent loves their child and they see themselves in their child. So, Father, there was such a beautiful connection between you and Adam and Satan was after that and he sabotaged that. But thank you, God, for Jesus who came to restore. Thank you, God, for Jesus who through him and through his blood, we can come back to you and get back in our natural habitat. So, Father, I pray for men all over the world, whether they're young, Father, in their 20s, late teens, Maybe they're still little boys, Father, and they don't know who yet they are in their identity. Father, I pray that they would find their identity in you first and foremost. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that we as women, that we would intercede for them. It's easy to complain. It's easy to talk about them. It's easy to gossip. It's easy to man bash. But Father, I pray in Jesus name that we would stop that. And that we would start interceding for them. That we would start encouraging them. That we would start, Father, being grateful and thankful for the men that are doing great things for the kingdom. Men that aren't cheating. Men that aren't being disrespectful and abusive. Father, I pray that we would be grateful, Father, and praise you for the men out here who are doing right who are raising their children, who are being faithful to their wives, who are dating with integrity and they're honoring the woman. They're not forcing her to compromise. They're not being manipulative and being unclear. Father, thank you for the men out here who do love you. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that we would see that and that you would highlight these men so much more. And they don't have to be what we see in culture where they have the perfect body, perfect height. Father, this is not about perfection. 
because man looks at the outward appearance, but you look at the heart. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that we would start to look for character and integrity and to see, does this man truly love you, Father? And that we would take our time so that we can see fruit and that we're not rushing to get in the relationship, that we're not rushing for the engagement, that we're not rushing, Father, into marriage because we just so, we're just so sick of being by ourselves. But Father, I pray that we would do our due diligence and fruit inspect. I pray we would become fruit inspectors, that we would see love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Does this man have these qualities? Is he consistent? Is he a man of his word? And Father, if he's not, if he was not taught how to be a kingdom man, Father, I pray that you would surround him, Father, with mentors, men who are on fire for you, men who are pursuing righteousness, men who are pursuing holiness, not perfection, Father, but they're seeking to obey you, Father, because they love you first and foremost. And Father, I pray for a generation. You will raise up a generation of men, Father. Continue to raise up men, Lord, that love you, who are standing up for the truth, who are standing firm in your word. They're not compromising. They're not cowering when the enemy attacks, but that they are fully standing in the full armor of God from head to toe and that they are not afraid because they know who their savior is. They know who their redeemer is. And Father, I pray that we as women, as you call us to be wives, that we would stand next to them and fight in the spirit. We won't fight with one another, but fight for one another. That we would fight for our families. That we would fight for our children. We would fight for our communities. We would fight for our state, for our nation, for the world, Father, that we would bring you back into the home. That's the deficit that we're seeing, Father. We're take, we've taken you out of the home. We've taken you out of schools. We've taken you out, but we still expect you to bless us. Father, the one thing that I've seen as I go through the Bible, as I go through Judges, as I go through 1 Kings, 2 Chronicles, Father, the times where the land in Israel had rest is when they were following your word. They were following your law, but as soon as they started disobeying, as soon as they started putting other gods before you, that's when other nations started to attack. That's when they got brought into captivity. But Father, as long as they kept you first, you kept them blessed. You blessed their land. You blessed their families. You blessed their children. You protected them from their enemies. So Father, if we're seeing stuff out of whack, Father, nine times out of 10, we may need to look within and see what idol has been put before you. Forgive us, Father, for putting other idols before you, and they don't have to be tangible. It could be intangible. It could be pride. It could be our job. It could be father, our own self-worth. And we're just, I don't know what it may be father, but forgive us for putting idols ahead of you. Forgive us father for putting marriage on a pedestal, thinking that marriage is the end all be all thinking father, if we could just get married, we would be happy. If we could just have children, we could be happy. Father, our happiness, our joy comes from you and you alone. No human being can fulfill us. Father, there, there are some married people out here, God, that are lonely. They sleep in the same bed, but they are lonely. They don't feel seen. They don't feel heard. But Father, I pray that we as singles, that we would get back into your presence, get back into our natural habitat now. And whenever a spouse comes along, Father, I pray that we will be a dynamic duo for the kingdom, that we would cause problems to hell and that we would tear down what needs to be torn down. But Father, I believe we can do that right now as singles, that we can intercede in the spirit. We can go to war in the spirit. Father, I pray that we would refocus on you as our first, as our foremost God, we realize that our value is in you. Our purpose is in you. Our purpose is to know you and to make you known. 
So, Father, I thank you that you are restoring relationships. Father, I believe it and I'm expecting it. I'm expecting, Father, more kingdom marriages to come together. I'm expecting, Father, to re- for revival to happen, but it's going to start in the home with husbands and wives coming together in Jesus' name. And they're living in covenant. They're living, Father, to please you. And they're raising their children to be righteous seed. And through that seed, Father, generations will change. Communities will change. We'll see impact in the earth, but it has to start in the home. So, Father, forgive us as women for bashing the man. Forgive the men, Father, for bashing the women. But, Father, maybe realize that you made us for each other. You made us for each other. Regardless if it ends up romantic or not, you made us, Father, to be in community, to come alongside one another, to encourage each other in the faith. And the enemy is after that, God. So I pray, Lord, you will open our eyes to the enemy's tactics, that he'll stop fooling us with this. It's only, it's only, it's just causing distractions, God, from the main thing. And the main thing is to make your name known in the earth to a dying world in these last days. Help us to do that, God, no matter what. It's not easy, but Father, when we are weak, that's when you can be mighty in us. So I thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you all so much. I pray that that blessed you. Again, you can follow us on Instagram at my single plus. You can also follow the Christian Singles Hub on Instagram. We are ambassadors for them. We have courses, like I said earlier, in-person events, virtual events. There's even a speed dating event coming up. So go follow the Christian Singles Hub on Instagram. Go to their website, thechristianssingleshub.com. Find out everything you need to know because we would love to have you in community. So you all stay safe. Have a great rest of your day and weekend. And I'll talk to you all next time. God bless. Bye.